0: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Friday Night Edition. Y'all know I love my gangster rap, my 90s rap. 90s were my decade, baby. And I'm in a great mood as we're going into this weekend, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Uh, hopefully, you guys are all uh, chill comfortable, ready to sit back and have a good time with us for the next two hours here on the Andrea K Show. If you have to miss any part of the show, though, don't fret because you can download the podcast wherever you get your pods. And we appreciate you guys listening there. However you listen, we appreciate it. I also appreciate the emails I get every day, andreakayshow.com, com. And I posed the question last night about whether or not we were still in the process of being Conquered or if we have officially been Conquered and I got some interesting emails that I Will read later on In the show but Tonight we've got to open with some breaking news Not at all what I had planned to talk about Tonight but that's okay because I'm actually Super pleased that Mike Johnson Has done something that needed to have been done for the past four years and was not done by the Republican Party. It was not done by the Jan 6 sham show trial. It was not done by Speaker Kevin McCarthy. It was done by new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. The, he has released today all 40,000 hours. You heard me. All 40,000 hours of the Jan 6 tapes. Here to join me in tonight's show, the entire show, but also to talk about this breaking news, is of course the new myth, the new legend, the man himself. It is DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon, like a dungeon dragon, high heat. Sesame Broccolini.
2: Happy Friday, AK. Honestly, credit where credit's due. Mike Johnson just earned some, some respect from me. Um, this is mm-hmm. a good move. I'm happy. So everybody, it's publicly available, by the way. I've, I've already done a lot of homework on this. Um, and it's, it's a real nothing burger. So hopefully the American people will finally come to understand that they've been lied to.
1: Oh, yes. That's what you mean. And that's what uh, sesame broccolini means by nothing burger. We'll get into that in a moment. But by the way, I have a feeling, Sesame, that next week's Thanksgiving tables might have a new popular side dish called sesame broccolini on the table. I'm thinking it might replace the dreaded, what I consider to be the dreaded side dish that was never on my family's Thanksgiving table. That is the green bean casserole. (laughs) I have never tasted that in my life. There ain't no way any of us in my family would have eaten a dish
2: Don't do it with canned green
1: beans and, and canned cream of mushroom soup. OK, just saying. But y'all can email me if you love on that thing. I think it needs to be replaced with some sesame broccolini. Do you agree?
2: Yeah, it's a, a just a disaster of a dish. Truly. Yeah. If you enjoy <laughs> it, please re retrain your taste buds because yes. it is truly a culinary nightmare.
1: I consider it culinary terrorism, quite rightly. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrorism of the culinary variety. It's even worse than the time that I was assaulted with what I thought was au gratin potatoes and it was (laughs) squash. Okay. Don't even get me started on bad Thanksgiving dishes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Before we start talking about the Jan 6 tapes, I have to... Play this clip, Sesame Broccolini. Uh, Somebody, some uh, alleged journalist, alleged commentator, whose last name is Young Fast. I didn't even recognize this woman, Um, but no doubt she's on uh, one of the top legacy media outlets and um, she is just already, they're already working hard to craft a narrative around not just the tapes themselves, but about the motivations behind the tapes. And I think it's important before we start talking about some of the content that was released that we hear this first. Sesame, if you can play it. Cool piece of it, Molly, there's also the fact that just this week you had a Republican congressman uh, peddling conspiracy theories about what actually happened on January 6th, trying to argue that the FBI was involved in January 6th. You take this footage and you put it in the hands of bad actors. Who knows where it goes? Well, and I think it's a bit weird that Mike Johnson is doing this. He's recently become the Speaker of the House, right? He was a sort of consensus candidate when they kind of panicked after three weeks of Republicans not having a speaker And also he recently endorsed Donald Trump. So you have to wonder, is he doing this as like a campaign stunt or is he doing this in his job as Speaker of the House? Right. This is not. Um, (laughs) There's so much crazy about that. Um, from the fact that she says, let's start with this aspect of that. Um, you know, this could get in, in, uh, uh, hands of the, a bad actor, she said, in the put, this could be put in the hands of bad actors. Um, how, uh, help me to understand, Sesame Broccolini, how the public seeing what actually happened on January 6th in any way enables or provides any method or tool for a bad actor by releasing all in fact withholding it was the tool for the bad actors in which they could craft a false narrative that allowed them to jail to arrest indict and jail Americans for doing nothing wrong right that was the that was the the method that was the danger of these tapes being kept in in bad hands wasn't it
2: yeah, it was. And it was all the media stations that happily lied about it the same way they lied about the COVID vax and Russia Russiagate um, and everything else that they decide to cover or not cover, because there's plenty of stories they omit too uh, and plenty of details. But that's the thing about this footage. The devil is in the details. Go and watch it for yourself. I have. I've seen footage from J6 before this um, because there's been some that's been released to the public, but it's incredibly eye opening. It's very sobering and humbling. Go look at the actual tapes and then go look at your average free Palestine pro Hamas protest and you tell me which is a bigger threat. To our democracy and our national security, your average Antifa gathering, as Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson likes to call them, or a bunch of people walking around holding coffees totally peacefully. Some people Mm -hmm. with signs who had permits to be there. I don't even need to rehash it, but we do need to do this. Republicans are reclaiming reclaiming the narrative on j six it 's about time um, yes. because the American people have been lied to, and really they need to mm-hmm. understand that that event was a trap, so that way they could justify a nationwide campaign to Persecute, prosecute, imprison any MAGA-supporting American patriot they could possibly find. This was the pretense to blow up the national security state. They had to manufacture a crisis in order to bring us to where we are now. And they're afraid well, they also that they're going to lose their leverage if the American right. people find out what really went down.
1: Well, let me let me say a couple things before I lose my train of thought. Um, First of all, let me let me continue with this young, fast woman. The other thing that she said was, "What's his motivation here?" He just endorsed Trump. Oh my gosh, this guy. Is this some kind of campaign tactic?" Well, to me, a couple of things I have to say there. First of all, they're somehow trying to trying to, by focusing on not with the content of the tapes show and what they reveal, they've got to somehow make the motivation suspect. So that you're more focused on that than what your eyes are actually going to see when you watch this for yourself. Second of all, uh, by saying this is some kind of is this some kind of campaign thing for Trump to me is quite the tell, because what it reveals is that they know that this benefits Trump. And why would this benefit Trump? Because it shows that he did nothing wrong. It shows that Jan Six defendants did nothing wrong. It shows, first and foremost, that this was This absolutely was orchestrated, at least in part, by the government and the Capitol Police. One thing that we did see, going back that they couldn't hide from us, was the Capitol Police pulling the barricades back, opening the doors and welcoming people in. That alone should have prevented any of the other crap that went on with this Jan 6 sham trial and all the narratives that took place. But because that that was out there, they did the best that they could to hide the rest of the footage, right? And then tried to excuse that away as though the Capitol Police just did that because they were fearful of their lives and those excuses. What you can see when you watch these tapes is you can see, for example, one of the tapes that's gone viral today is the one in which the Capitol Police are standing there as they're being basically taken on a tour of the Capitol. That's one of the key things that you're going to see. Another thing that you're going to see a video that's gone viral is you're going to see a video of a Capitol policeman who's got a protester in cuffs. And then once they get to a private area, he takes the cuffs off of them, allows him to keep all of his backpack and all the stuff he's got on him. And they fist bump and the protester walks away. Now, what could that be? Except the government coordinating this. Was that not an FBI informant within there that acted up and was a part of this? That then once the Capitol Police got him off, they sent him out the back door? It's obvious that while, yes, there were peaceful people there with Trump to rally, Outside the Capitol and most importantly at Trump's rally, his freedom rally, this all all the break ins and all this stuff happened actually before Trump and his people uh, started approaching the Capitol. The most important thing that one of the main reasons why they orchestrated this was because on that day, this was the way for them to stop The Republican Party from doing what the Democrats have tried to do every election, which is to block the counting of the electoral votes. And at the time that Ted Cruz was standing up and talking about, because you had to partner a senator with with a member of the House, at that point is when the Capitol Police pulled the barricades back and opened the doors and allowed everybody to rush the Capitol. This was about confirming and solidifying a stolen election and setting up an apparatus and setting up the means to criminalize anybody who questioned it. And you can see it all on these tapes. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue the discussion. I want to know what you think. Email me at dot com.
0: Andrea K telling you like it is while eating a donut too it's the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Continuing our discussion about the Jan 6 tapes that were released in full to the public, we have a right to see these tapes. When we see the extent in which the narratives around January 6 and what happened that day have changed this country, been a tool for the deep state to further be weaponized against American citizens, to further control the outcome of elections, we absolutely have a right to see every minute, not to mention the fact. Act, that the full tapes were, were, were denied of Jan six defendants We have a right as American citizens under the Constitution by the way uh, particularly when we're being uh, prosecuted by the federal government whether it's you know a white collar crime or whether it's a criminal case or whatever uh, they're never supposed to withhold exculpatory evidence. It, we, every American citizen, a defendant, regardless of the charge, is supposed to, to, regardless of whatever the case is under the Constitution, it's called discovery. We have the right to disco- for full disclosure of what somebody who's suing us is going to bring into court. And they withheld that. Not just, this was not just about, uh, uh, covering up the election fraud that took place. It wasn't just about stopping Trump from running for re-election. it wasn't just it, it was also about uh, not and it wasn't even just about criminalizing Americans who question the outcome of an election. It furthered the deep states counterterrorism, Efforts in which they were able to say, you know what, it's not Islamic terror that's a greatest threat to our quote democracy anymore, even though we're a republic. It's these white supremacists, these domestic terrorists. And they're not just Jan 6 defendants. They're also parents who speak up at school board meetings, right? And so it was such a tool for them to control America that it's absolutely imperative that every American look at these tapes. Here's an example of why. This was so egregious of what was done. On top of now the day that these Jan 6 videotapes uh, video were released, uh, Gateway Pundit is reporting that, FBI, that the FBI abandoned a sting against a child predator to go after pro-Trump Jan 6 protesters. Then that same child predator that they ignored went on to uh, allegedly molest a little boy in Alaska. Think about that. It doesn't get any worse than that. Sacrificing the lives of children in order to persecute and prosecute Americans for free speech. Your thoughts, Sesame Broccolini? Well, I'm actually, at, the,
2: at this moment, I'm most curious about what happened to that the actual case with this child predator, um because I thought it was well, let me something. tell you the Daily
1: yeah. wire re- reported the agency had a child pornographer and pedophile in Virginia named Brogan Welsh dead to rights in December 2020 after he texted that an undercover he texted with an undercover agent about sexually assaulting a nine year old boy I don't even want to read to you the gory details of that yeah it's just It's it's absolutely
2: that kind of evil doesn't need any more daylight. Um,
1: Right. Um, But instead of going against that pervert, they abandoned the sting, uh, which they had set up to apprehend Walsh. Instead, they started tracking down Trump supporters outside the Capitol.
2: Yeah, despicable. Truly less Uh, than
1: three years later, the article says the FBI discovered Walsh had fled to Alaska three years three years they completely ignored this child predator and then they find out he had fled to alaska where he is now accused of performing sex acts on a 10 year old boy the fbi said during their search of his home they located items including sex toys that are very small in size and apparently consistent with the body size of an approximate 10 year old boy this is what this is why they're upset today that these jan 6 tapes are released because if Americans, if half, if a fourth of the Americans' uh, sesame broccolini pay attention to what's gone on, they will see the devastation that this deep, deep state is 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 wreaking upon this country. Your thoughts?
2: Oh, and, and <laughs> like we've talked about many times before, the, the I think a lot of people underestimate just how Evil and corrupt the government can be and how deep the swamp is and how many people know about it are in on it exacerbate it make it happen just the other day the fbi gets a giant pay raise so they can build out another center so they can censor even more americans and who knows and trap even more people in gretchen whitmer style plots um so yeah it's it's at this point the fbi is like a shadow government And we have this illusion of elections and free and fair society. But behind the scenes, really, it's like the people in, in this government, many of them are puppets and the real puppet masters are the ideologues, the Soros types that are stupid wealthy, the Black Rocks, the Larry Finks, the Bill Gates, all the elites you'd expect. But then all these pencil pushing bureaucrats in FBI field offices all across the country, it reminds me of I think it was that. Richmond FBI field office in January of this year, where they put out the first memo saying we're going after Catholics, traditional Latin mass goers are the real threats to this country. And then it was Stephen Friend who came out and blew the whistle and said that he had been, you know, um, in contact with other agents who had been sent into, you know, undercover into schools, churches, all sorts of places. And it's just astounding to me to watch this government use taxpayer dollars to squeeze and persecute the taxpayer um so and, and, it, and there's no <laughs> not way to th-
1: mention excuse me for interrupting no before please I lose do my please do yeah. not to mention the squeezing and the punishment of fbi whistleblowers like steve friend memo to me and and you sesame we need to get him back on the show it's been it's yeah. been a while since yeah. he's been on uh to talk about this um, to get his perspective. But we, we all saw the whistleblowers that were brought before committee, one of which was supposedly offered a promotion. Right. And so he sells his home, moves the family to like Minnesota only to get there. All of their possessions are in a government controlled truck and they get there to Minnesota. There's no job. They're homeless, they've got nowhere to live, they've been cut off. He's got no salary. That's just one of the stories of the way that these whistleblowers were treated and, and, and abused for speaking up about what the FBI was doing and how they were violating American citizens' constitutional rights around Jan 6. So, this is so today to finally have these tapes released. You know, I know I got an email, e- y'all can I love your emails, com? but I did get an email after, remember I had, uh, was it last night I had McKay on, my friend Scott McKay from Baton Rouge yeah, talking yeah. about Speaker Johnson. And I got an email saying, "Now nah, nah, McKay's working hard for his buddy, but you know, you stick with it. You're, you're right. AK, you know, Johnson is, you know, whatever. Um, I've been hard on Johnson. I still don't like what he did with the continuing resolution. Um, I, I I'm still assuming that he's, you know, not, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. This is my this is I'm going to give him a little bit longer leash with this move. I'm going to give him it, it may be just to placate us. It may be just to make us feel better after the continuing resolution. But this was a good move. This was a great move, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. No, look, objectively, this was a good move. And I'm not it, it, I think the jury's still out with Mike Johnson in some ways. But regardless, yeah. because he, it's he's still fresh on the scene he's only been in Congress for for maybe a couple of terms. Um, But this is all very, very new. And I'm glad that he's doing this. And it doesn't seem like he's going to back down from things like the Biden impeachment either. There's been some lots of talk about the reasoning with the budget move. I'm not particularly happy about it. I like what Chip Roy had to say about it. But if I table that for aside, this move is a good thing and credit where it's due. The American people need to hear the truth and I just want people to realize that there's a theme here this is how you know something's wrong every single time a whistleblower or a documentarian or a lawmaker comes out and tries to show people the truth they try to expose the swamp creatures they get punished they get their they get attacked online you get these fake journalists at places like MSNBC attacking their credibility um, or saying it's just a campaign stunt this is not a campaign stunt January 6th itself was was a stunt and it's finally right. being made clear to the public they don't want people mm-hmm. to connect the dots that more money for the fbi means more law-abiding taxpayers mm-hmm. have the book thrown at them they don't realize that these spooks don't care about real taliban terrorists or hamas terrorists they think that your trump loving neighbor is the real threat to democracy is the person who mm-hmm. ought to be prosecuted and that is so beyond criminal that it's not worthy of justification or excuses. It's it's just absolutely nuts to me. So, yeah, I'm yeah. very glad that this is this is a good move. OK, doesn't yeah. mean you have to it's love Johnson move. or stand by everything he says or does. But this itself objectively is a good move and it had to happen. And it's two and a half years way too late.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not on true social. I I, I did open up an account and then I don't know my password. Um, I've yet to see a statement. There's an event at Mar-a-Lago tonight, Um, but I I can't wait to hear him start. uh, We're going to take a break when uh, we come back. It's Friday. That means Bob Walters. And of course, we really got to be talking about what's happening in the schools this week. Um, But we're going to keep our eye on to see uh, if Trump has made a statement on these Jan 6 tapes and their... Release. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K Show on AM eleven seventy FM ninety six point one and streaming all over the world.
0: Andrea K bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. If you missed uh, the. Last two segments of the show, we gave you guys some interesting information on the Jan 6 tapes that are being released, as well as a shocking story involving the FBI and Jan 6. So don't forget, if you miss any part of the show, download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And that includes these next two segments, because you know Bob Walters, our education contributor, always brings stories. I know that schools are suddenly being talked about by everybody everywhere. Well, Bob Walters and I have been talking about it for years. And Bob always brings stories that nobody else is talking about. And he joins me now. Hello, my dear friend. Happy Friday.
3: Same to you. Glad to be here.
1: All right. Um, you know, when, when we first started doing these segments, you never had any good news. It was all bad. And then we started actually having some good news. And now that's what I would like to kick off our segments with. So um, let me have it, Bob. Give me some good news, my dude.
3: I got some here for you. All right, conservative parents look to exit public schools after progressive dominate progressively dominate board elections in several cities. Now, this includes Loudoun County and Virginia. So it's a shame, but uh, the liberals took over a number of the city uh, schools. They didn't they didn't gain any, but they didn't lose any to speak of, which is kind of surprising in the last week or two. Well.
1: You know what? I do see this as good news because even if uh, the school board races in uh, Loudoun County had gone a different direction, quite frankly, I don't think that the small strides we're making right now um, is enough to keep kids in public schools. So I, I think parents need to be pulling their kids out. And so and that doesn't mean we don't want to fight and continue to, you know, try to get you know good people elected. Just in the meantime, kids don't need to be in these public schools. That's my opinion. Carry on.
3: <laughs> I would agree. Columbia University suspended two a pro-Palestinian and a Jewish student club until the end of the fall semester. Both clubs are banned from the campus. This is the Students for Justice for Palestine and Jewish Voice for Peace, which is a a group also supporting the Hamas groups.
1: Well, this is good news, and I know that this is considered controversial today by some people. Um, but no, this, this is, this is great news. There should not be, um, when, when we can't have kids, can't have turning point USA groups without being assaulted, which we've seen. And, you know, Jew- you know, um, Jewish students are being harassed and assaulted and Christian groups can't have groups. Then, you know what, get rid of these pro-terrorist, uh, knuckleheads on these campuses.
3: <laughs> I would agree. Uh, all right. Several teachers were suspended for giving students a lesson about the genocide in Palestine, which blamed the Israelis. This charter school was housed in a local synagogue. The principal also took two weeks vacation to undergo sensitivity training. So the <laughs> the synagogue stood up and, and removed the school out of their, out of their building and uh, let the principal have a two-week vacation to undergo sensitivity training. What a mess. That's good. Good action. I mean... This
1: is this is crazy. In a synagogue, they're teaching hate, anti-Semitism and sympathies for. for I mean, that's absolutely insane. So I'm glad that uh, they, they got what they what they had coming to them and they got the boot.
3: I would agree. The feds award millions to school districts to address the issue of integration. It's not an old issue. Biden had asked for 100 million, but did get 14 million, which is now being used in Oakland, Tennessee, Rhode Island, and Maryland. The focus will be on increasing diversity in pre-K, expanding language programs, and push minority kids to apply for selective schools and programs. Good grief. Um, Whatever. So, well, I guess it's good
1: news. You know, well, I think it, it's part good. It's a bittersweet story, I think, because I, you know, the segregation going on in all areas of our schools is despicable. Um, But I don't trust the government when they spend any money uh, in regards to achieving anything under the D word of diversity. So and I don't like the federal government being involved in our education. It needs to be at the local level. Um, But I do like uh, a focus on integration for sure.
3: Well, there's a new uh, bill that just got passed. Assembly Bill 873 in California will require the state to add media literacy of the curriculum will teach kids how to recognize fake news and thinking critically about what they encounter on the Internet. That's kind of surprising. It was good.
1: Well, it depends. Here's another one that's good news, bad news, because, you know, who gets to define what is uh, disinformation when they to, yeah. when fake news? That's, that's the hitch there. You know, I think what we should be doing is teaching kids – to know what's real and what's not by doing their own research. I was asked one time on a panel. Value? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I was asked. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I was asked one time on a panel which news outlets that people should, you know, be reading or paying attention to. And I said, I shouldn't have to tell you. You know, you should be re- doing your own research and studying mm-hmm. history and reading like the Federalist Papers. And, you know, if you do enough history, uh, and enough reading about governments and systems, and then you'll be able to you'll be able to see who's biased, who's not, recognize bias, and you know know um, you know I'm speaking generally, and you'll 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 be able to know that. So we just really need our our kids to be taught uh, truth in history, in my opinion. So, but that is interesting. Absolutely. Keep us posted on that.
3: Absolutely, I'll keep track of it. A former Christian student at a Chicago public school won $150,000 in a lawsuit, alleging she was forced to participate in a Hindu ritual, which she felt violated her Christian beliefs. The program's now. I
1: love a- this. Yeah. <laughs> oh
3: God.
1: They. Uh, I love this. They forced her to participate in a Hindu ritual. They would never be trying to force some Muslim kid to participate in, you know, to, to you know, get uh, baptized, right? So no, they, they they force wouldn't. this kid and to participate in a Hindu ritual and the family sues and wins and then they delete the program. Hashtag win. And by the way, I haven't heard this story anywhere, but from Bob Walters. Thank you, Bob.
3: You're welcome. <laughs> Randy Weingarten, head of the teachers union, gets educated about what is to blame for the rise in homeschooling. She claimed it was by, was by kids with special needs, which motivated the increase. <laughs> Responses on the webpage said, however, that she and the union and their policies were the ones to blame for the exodus of kids in out of public and into private schools homeschooling.
1: I mean, I hadn't heard this, Bob. I mean, to think that her response to why homeschooling is on the increase is it's all them handicapped kids. You know, know. <laughs> it's just, first of all, it's just despicable and hateful to say such a thing. And then second of all, like we're all supposed to believe that there's just so many millions of kids in wheelchairs that, and without enough schools with ramps that kids are having to stay home from school. I mean, is that what she's trying to say? Uh, you know, it's just, and, and of course she got schooled on her, on her nonsense. Uh, so that was good.
3: It was all right. College crazies. Professor Abir Abu Jabas, and in Emory School of Medicine, was placed on administrative leave after posting an anti-Semitic article on social media. Which is good. Mm. School took action. Do, Emory 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 University.
1: Not that it matters, because I mean it's all the same tropes. It's all the same crap. You know, know. that Israel's to blame and, you know, they're the oppressor and a bunch of lies and a bunch of nonsense. Uh, What's crazy about this is that this person was put on admin leave probably until things died down. This person's probably on holiday vacation right now. Probably, you know, planning to get fat on whatever he's going to eat over the holidays, collecting a paycheck while not working, and then he'll just slide right back into the gig. That's what I expect to happen.
3: I know. <clears throat> so you got Brandeis University, Massachusetts, banned the group for supporting Hamas, as did George Washington University. So we see universities are reacting to some of these radical uh, support actions supporting Hamas.
1: Well, yeah, um, that's good. They uh, uh, Instead of uh, I would like to see them take it to the next step instead of banning the group. They need to they need to be kicked out of school. There should be nobody. There should be nobody with any sympathies towards terror uh staying you know in in, in, because these schools i guarantee you brandeis and george washington university get some kind of taxpayer funds and there should be no student benefiting whatsoever who aligns themselves in any way with terrorism we're going to take a break we come back we've got more with bob walters our education contributor stay tuned
0: k dynamite in a dress or just andrea k whatever you call her she's on the answer san diego
1: yep i am and here i am andrea k on this friday night edition which means of course bob walters with all of his education information that you need to know about what's happening uh quickly bob though i gotta ask you: you got any fun plans this weekend weekend before thanksgiving
3: do i have any fun plans yeah. I'm taking a lady friend to a concert, or a, a play at La Marada Theater, and we're going to have dinner beforehand.
1: Oh, fantastic! Be nice. what's What's the play about?
3: Uh, this is a play on, jeez, i are testing my memory.
1: <laughs> That's okay uh, if you've forgotten. I just think it's cool, you the, know.
3: There, but it, it's a it's a play; it's, it's a good one, traditional play with a musical.
1: Oh, good! Oh, I love musicals. By the way, San Diego, there, Matthew Broderick is here at the uh, at La Jolla Playhouse uh, for the next month with a play. I may I may go check out. So I love the theater. It's one of the things we're we're blessed to have theater here in San Diego. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, so let's continue with our college crazies.
3: Okay, a group of over three hundred faculty at the University of California, UCLA, signed a letter calling on the school to condemn protests crossing the line from protected speech to incitement.
1: Okay. And did the school, did UCLA sign the letter?
3: Well, this this was released uh, yesterday, so I don't think they've responded. Mm. Couldn't find any response yet.
1: What a shame. This is your alma mater. What a shame. Can you believe that your alma mater needed 300 faculty to say yo, Um, you need to be speaking up against these protests that were where they were literally chanting infatata and chanting for Jews for genocide or genocide for Jews. I mean, that's just UCLA. I mean, to me, that's one of the most all American schools uh, across the country. So sad.
3: Yeah. My alma mater. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. The university of Washington admitted this past two days ago that race was Quote, inappropriately considered, unquote, in the hiring of an assistant professor. So at least there's still crackdown coming on with this use of race in hiring people. But Washington University agreed that they had done it and should not have. So.
1: Well, yeah, because that's in violation of the Supreme Court ruling. And um, there should be some kind of punishment rather than just saying, you know, whoa, Mulligan, you know, this isn't around a round of golf.
3: I agree. (laughs) All right, here's some bad news, which I know you don't like, but I'll give it to you anyway. A professional female weightlifter announces she is facing a two-year suspension after making remarks about transgender athletes in her sport. She claimed it is unfair for men to compete with women in a sport that purely relies on strength, which is true.
1: Well, I wonder if this is the same. Yeah, this kills me. There was a, a, a boxer, Uh, No, so it's not the same gal. There was a boxer in Canada that when she found out, she wasn't told or notified that the next round the match was going to be against a biological male. They didn't warn her. And she found out in the last minute and said, I'm not going to go into the ring and be, you know, uh, beat up by a biological man. And, you know, that we need more women to be speaking up and, you know, against this. This is abuse of women. And to think that this gal who did speak up, this weightlifter, is now, you know, looking at a two-year suspension is just so discriminatory, so bigoted against women. It's so anti-woman. And you know what? You know, shame on women out there that vote Democrat. If the only reason why you're voting Democrat is because you want the convenience of being able to kill your unborn baby, let me tell you, that convenience, by the way, keep your legs closed. Get some birth control and assume your responsibility because you're seeking your selfishness over over uh, convenience is 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 resulting in is, is, is the complete destruction of of this nation and women there. I'm off my soapbox there.
3: That's all right. You're in China. In fact, I think women were set up as their separate sports years ago to uh, so that women right. would have protection against men playing against them in the same sport. Exactly. Right, and here we are. Yep. All right, only 40% of California high school students uh, offer computer, excuse me, uh, schools offer computer science classes. Lack of teachers has hurt the effort to expand this program, which keeps California at the bottom of the nation in this type of class. The national average is 53%, which isn't that great anyway. The State Department of Education has set aside $20 million to train teachers in this, in this court, But progress has been very slow. So,
1: well, I don't know why they're having to play a game of catch up. Because when you look at uh, curriculums that are should be based on the future for jobs and demand for skills, I mean, this is not new, (laughs) right? Yeah, that computers, you know, we are we are dependent on this technology, and therefore, kids need to be trained on it. and therefore we need teachers that can teach kids. So this is just so stupid, and it it just reflects the fact that the schools have been focused on culture and on teaching anti-Americanism and sexualizing children instead of uh, the academics that they need to be able to go forth. Yeah, a real education.
3: (laughs) I know. All right, Moms for Liberty, great organization, won many school board seats this past year but this year lost many of the 160 seats they campaigned for and with conservative candidates, 50 were one of the 160, but the rest lost. They said it was because so many candidates, it was their first time running and they weren't prepared to do the battle. So well, I
1: agree with that because what, what I think that means in so many cases is that they had no support from the Republican party. Where is the Republican party helping these first time candidates get money? To campaign, uh, to get the name out there, to knock on doors, to get out the vote. The repu- This is one of the reasons why Vivek Ramaswamy was so dead on about getting rid of Ronami Daniel because every aspect of every election going on in this country, uh, from the presidency on all the way down is the responsibility of the Republican party. That's their job is to help Republican candidates win.
3: Win. And yeah, there's I no agree.
1: greater area of need than the school boards. And these first-time That's candidates right. needed help, and they didn't get it.
3: Nope, they didn't get it. All right, Benjamin Rush Elementary School in Washington decides to scrape, scrap the annual Veterans Day assembly and replace it with UN-sponsored Day of Tolerance. Wow. Crazy. Well,
1: What's it's despicable. Uh, I mean,
3: veterans, veterans Day. Veterans. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, one day a year, we celebrate the heroes. We saw, We also have Memorial Day in celebrating the ones that they gave up their life. Um, but Veterans Day is the one day in which we celebrate all. Current, you know, retired, you know, passed away. And to replace it with globalist crap is just despicable. Despicable. I, I, I already talked about the Kappa story this week. I see you've got that on your list. We've got two minutes yeah. left, Bob. Two minutes.
3: Okay. Well, I'll make it. I'll make it kind of quick. Illinois' school choice program, which provided ninety six hundred low income students with student choice, will sunset at the direction of the new Democratic majority in the state legislature. Oh, happy Democrats! It has been mm-hmm. in effect for five years, but it will not be renewed. So, school choice is dying in Illinois, thanks to the Democrats.
1: Right. Of course.
3: I know. All right. Um, the, um, I do want to bring up the fact, again, of uh, this death tax. I urge everybody to get involved. We've got getting one million signatures. And mm-hmm. the, this death tax, what it did, what it does with this law that passed, much, relying, much to our shock, was
1: mm-hmm.
3: in, in, if you die and your kids are taking over your house, they reevaluate the house at full value. And all the discounts you ever had in the insurance under Proposition uh, 13 and the current value brings forty or $50,000 tax penalty.
1: Which most people are not going to have. They're not going to be able to pay it. They're not going to have and it. And then what's going no. to happen is they're going to have to give up the house, and this is, this is just um, government – seizure of of private property at its absolute worst tell everybody how they can they can uh i think you've got a petition or something to sign there's
3: a petition they can get and uh we need a million signatures howard jarvis tax association slash death tax and then you can get a copy of it and along with the rules to fill it out
1: all right now uh wrap us up with we the kids before we gotta go
3: yep we the kids great organization it, it allows parents to have access to books and materials to counter what the kids are being indoctrinated with in, in their classes and teach them to be proud of America, learn something about the Constitution and the history of our country. And it's a great way to homeschool the kids when they get home from school Yeah, uh, with a, a short walkthrough, but really keeps their mind in the proper level. Then let the, indo- the indoctrination take over their life. And it's, you can get it by... Checking wethekids.us. They give you all the programs they got. And if you want to contribute, that's great, too. They could use the funds. But it's uh, an organization that's great for the future of America.
1: Absolutely. Bob Walters, we love you. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your play. We'll talk at you next week.
3: All right. Thanks, honey. You
1: guys stick around. We've got another hour coming up. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned.